0: Legends, welcome to another episode of the Interchange Podcast, and thank you for joining me again, your host, Ben Lowe. Before we go any further, I do have a very small favor to ask, and that is if you have been enjoying the content, even just the slightest little bit, if you could please go and hit that subscribe button, share this with just one of your friends, because as you know, the more eyes and ears we can get on the podcast, the bigger and better guests I can bring for you guys, and in turn, the more value I'm going to be able to deliver. Anyways, so today's solo episode, I'm going to be talking about change and how it can be such a lonely road. Now, this is something that I've experienced firsthand, especially when I stopped smoking ice. So for anyone that's been following my story, you probably already have heard this, but I was an ice addict for eight years. I did four years jail, and that was the only time that I wasn't high. So that four years jail was across six separate stints, and every time that I went to jail, I'd meet different people that are doing the same shit as I was, and we sort of – I guess you know, bound together because it just comes down to you know the things that you're doing. You tend to associate with you know the people you are, you you are associating with. Sorry, the the things that you're doing tend to be the same as the people that you associate with. And so, what I found that jail really was for me it was just an incubator for for growth in the drug empire and um in the criminal world. I was looking at people around me that were. You know, in there for assaults and things like that, and in there for being, you know, standover men and that sort of stuff. And you'd found that these people sort of, you know, um, uh, grouped together. And then you'd find that the drug dealers and the people that were doing really well, they'd sort of send, tend to find each other. And it became this sort of pissing contest about who had the most money, who had the best girl, um, you know, who was getting the gear the cheapest, who was doing the cheapest ockers, And obviously you'd latch onto those people. So, what I found is that every time I went to jail, I came out with a new set of friends or frenemies, as I like to call them these days, because these people were literally just looking for an excuse to to do you over um, or to try and stab you in the back to get a better deal than you were or fuck your girl or something like that. And this is literally like the this is the, the common thing that's done. And that's just the, the society that you're in when you're in that criminal world. But when I walked away from it all, Um, it was quite literally the loneliest point in my entire life to the point where I literally felt like I had no one, I had nothing, I had no one around me. When I had to walk away from it all, when I had to, when I chose to walk away from it all, uh, I was so lonely. And what I found was that I didn't know how to be alone with myself and this is something that I really struggled with at the time and it's only something that I've really overcome in the last few years. But that being said, um, this is not just something that occurs with drug addicts. This is not just something that occurs with people trying to get off the meth. This is just a natural part of change because for change to occur, you need to change most things about you, including the environment and the people that you're surrounding yourself with, especially when it comes to something like drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography, whatever it might be. You need to change the people you're hanging around because generally, unless it's a secret addiction, something that you're sort of hiding in the background, uh, which I can sort of understand for a couple of these things why you would be doing that, then it's generally going to mean that you need to stop associating with the people that you're associating with because they're also probably doing the same things. And what I found was that when I got off the gear, I went and found another group of people. And this group of people, uh, a lot of them were probably people that had been on the gear previously and were getting off it. But I found that they were drinking and taking drugs every weekend. So monkey see, monkey do. It was good enough for them. It was good enough for me. And you know what? This also meant that I was numbing myself. I didn't feel like I had to deal with the emotions and the the things that were going on in the world around me because at the time, well, I just literally walked away from the mother of my kid who at the time was still pregnant, by the way. Let me just put that up there. So I left the mother of my kid while she was pregnant to get out of that environment. Um, That's a small part of the long story. And I do go into that in a couple of my other episodes. I'll link those below. But you can imagine how traumatic that would have been for me. I walked away from that. And there was a big part of me that felt really lost at this point in time. you know. And the reason that I did leave that situation is because I looked around at the things I was doing, the people around me, what they were doing, and there was no way that I wanted to bring a child into the world. And at the time, I didn't realize it, but that was probably the biggest defining factor was that I was so lost. I didn't know who I was and I needed to find myself. Hey, hello. Sorry for interrupting your podcast, but I just wanted to quickly jump on and tell you about the must-have personal development tool for 2023 and it's called the Happier, Healthier You Journal. So I'll take you back to about six years ago. I'd just gotten out of jail for the last time and was starting my journey of personal development and growth. There was heaps of gurus, heaps of information available, but so much so that it became confusing. So I came up with the Happier, Healthier You Journal to help you to navigate what can be an absolute minefield. From the very get-go, you open the page and it'll challenge you to dive deep with self-assessments, daily activities, and check-ins to figure out exactly where you're at where you'd like to be. And then from there, the journal becomes the tool to help you to bridge that gap. So to get your hands on this, click on the link below and don't forget to use Interchange10 at checkout for a cheeky 10% off. I'll see you back over on the episode so that I could be the best version of me and become a better father. Because I knew that if I bought a child into the world the way that I was, it wasn't going to be good. Not for him. And for some reason, um, my kid's mum actually still just made sure that I was able to see my son. So she didn't hold a grudge against me with that whatsoever. All she ever wanted was for, for our son to have the best possible childhood that he can end. He has a great childhood, by the way. He, he is out here at the moment, probably watching TV, maybe asleep um, after we went down to the skydiving drop zone and he was running a muck down there. And then he came to the gym with me this morning. We're at the beach. Um, and this was all before like nine o'clock, <laughs> you know, beach meditation. He was there while I was journaling i uh, was seeing all this stuff and I think that if I can show him all these things, he'll see that these are normal things in life and uh, hopefully will take a lot of these things on board for himself. Anyways, that was a bit off topic. So back to the change side of things. It was the loneliest time I'd ever had and I started to f- notice that I didn't know how to be alone so I started to try and find people that I could associate with and spend time with but generally the people I was spending time with were doing the same things that I was trying to avoid which was partying all the time and- getting on the drugs and whatever it might have been. And it wasn't until I went out and, you know, joined a run club, joined the gym, did all those sorts of things, I started to meet people that weren't doing all those things that were keeping me stuck. And this is the hardest part of change is that a lot of people, most people, are going to go through this when they make that change. But it's all part of the right of passage of letting go of one thing and stepping into another. Imagine it as like a change in lifestyle, a change in, I guess, your circumstances. Circumstances, a change in your environment. Obviously, at first, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be, you know, not knowing who's who and what's what, especially when you step out of one socioeconomic group, ice addicts for me, into another. Right, and it was, you know, people that were partying and going to clubs because we weren't going to clubs when we we're smoking ice. That's for sure. Um, And then obviously from there it was going into apartments and drinking piss and taking drugs. Well, then when I walked away from that, I noticed that I started to lose a lot of friends as well. And I had a lot of people reaching out to me saying, man, you've changed. And I actually took it as a compliment because to me that was like I'm I'm doing the right things. And it wasn't until I joined a run club and started noticing that there are other people out there doing things other than getting pissed on a Saturday night that I, I felt like I could actually really have a shot at this. So I had the discipline at the time where I was still going to parties and I wasn't drinking. I was going to festivals, music festivals, and everyone around me was on drugs and I wasn't drinking. I was a sober driver. I was going to all these sorts of things, going out in nightclubs and whatnot just to push myself out of the comfort zone to try and show myself that I could do these things without actually um, having the substance. But what I found was I wasn't enjoying them anymore because they no longer aligned with the person that I wanted to be. And so when I found the Run Club Mega Run, actually, I reference this a lot in a lot of my podcasts, it really changed my life because it made me realize that there were other people out there that were doing different things. But moral of the story here is that no matter how hard things might seem right now, and although it might be really uncomfortable to make the change because right now you're stuck in that comfort zone. If you're trying to get off the drugs, you're trying to get away from a relationship, you're trying to let go of an addiction of any kind, or you're trying to you know maybe just better yourself and you know that the people around you are keeping you stuck, being lonely is a part of the process. And if you can get through that, you can get through anything because loneliness is one of the hardest things we all go through. And loneliness doesn't mean that you're not around people. I got to a point where I was literally in a room full of people, but I felt so alone because I was so different and had so many different morals and values and aspirations and goals to the people I was surrounding myself with, which is when I sort of gave myself a tap on the shoulder. and was like, hey, mate. You need to make changes. You need to get away from these people because they are keeping you stuck. And so when you can get clear on that, when you can start to make those small changes, and when you can walk away from the people that are keeping you stuck, that's when the real change begins. But there is going to be a period of loneliness, which then usually is followed by a massive period of growth, and this is all part of personal development. The people that you went to school with, even though you might be friends with them, aren't necessarily going to be your friends in 10 years' time, and you shouldn't feel any kind of obligation to hold on to these people because you guys have been through so much together. That's not necessarily a good thing. If these people are people that you've surrounded yourself with in the past that you've done so much with, if they're on a different trajectory to you, then walk away. Find new people. Yeah, and this is the thing. As human beings, one of our highest needs is connection. So I don't care what you say. You, you, you can blend. You can find people to associate with. You can find people to connect with. And what you'll find is that you start to adapt to this pair, to these people. We wow, English. To these people's environment. Because at the end of the day, we don't adapt the environment. We adapt to the environment. Meaning that if you're walking into a new group of people, let's just say a run club, for instance, you're going to want to start to fit in really fucking quickly. So you're going to do all the running. You're going to start to do all the events that the running club are doing. You're going to do start to do all the sorts of things that, that these people are doing, which are you know, probably healthier and happier activities than what you had been doing previously. If you walk into a room full of businessmen and you're a bit of an outcast and they take you under the wing, you're going to level up really fucking quick to make sure that you become one of these people. Because once again, it's that tribe mentality and that goes back to thousands and thousands of years ago when we used to sit around a campfire in our tribes and the worst thing that could possibly happen is you get banished from the tribe because that pretty much meant you are exiled to death because it's a jungle out there and it's no different these days. Yeah, It's a jungle out there. If you're by yourself, you're going to feel all sorts of negative emotions and you're going to probably have a lot of negative self-talk but when you have good people around you, people that lift you up, people that encourage you, people that help you to become the best version of yourself. Well, you feel like you can absolutely take on anything. So like I said, even though change is an uncomfortable thing because there is a massive period usually of loneliness, it is a necessary thing that we all need to go through. So think about that right now if you're trying to make changes in your life. Is it something that you're willing to be lonely for? Is it something that you're willing to be alone for for a certain period of time? Because this is the thing. If the people around you, all of them, every single one of them were doing all the things that you need to be doing to help you to get to the where you need to be, you'd be there already. So take a second, take a look around you and ask yourself, is the environment serving me or is it working against me and keeping me stuck? Loneliness is a necessary part of life. We need to go through this and we need to get comfortable being alone. Loneliness and being alone are two different things. Okay, Being alone is something that is very powerful, but loneliness is a feeling of insecurity when you are alone or feeling of insecurity like you don't belong to a certain group of people. And so you're going to go one of two ways. You're either going to blend in, fit in, or you're going to find a way to alleviate yourself from that group and find a new group, fuck off, in other words. It's that fit in or fuck off mentality. So ask yourself, are you around the right kinds of people? Are these people serving you or working against you? And if they're not, get ready to get really uncomfortable and be really alone for a little while because until you find your new crew i can guarantee you you're going to stay stuck where you're at and you're never going to grow into the beautiful happy healthy human that you're possible that you are capable of becoming peace